Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Thank you for listening this Thursday, April 8th, 2021. Apologies for some of the background noise today. I'm recording from the Hartsfield-Jackson Airport in Atlanta. Topics on today's episode include the dwindling number of bank branches, my interview with Brandy Young on the changing landscape of marketing and mortgage, and the latest jobless claims figures. I'd like to thank this week's podcast sponsor, Candor. Have you heard of Candor yet? As you'll hear shortly, they're gaining groundswell for their dynamic, adaptive, and automated underwriting engine. Does machine learning equal artificial intelligence? Nope. Did you know that over the past 12 months in the U.S., there has been a net loss of 2,563 bank branches? 3,585 branches shuttered while 1022 were opened, per S&P Global. Although the pandemic has definitely had a hand in speeding some of these closures along, lenders are concerned about how the post-pandemic world will affect depository bank and mortgage bank branch levels. Lenders are also concerned about how Humda data, sifted through by the CFPB, may be construed. It is generally thought that the lowest cost, most efficient producers will rise to the top for notes on lender and broker products and services, correspondent news, documentation, and back office developments. Visit robchrisman.com. For today's interview, I wanted to bring on Brandy Young, CMO of Candor Technologies. I'm sorry to put you through this misery of, of talking to me. <laughs> you cracked me up. Thank you, Robbie. I'm excited to be here. I, I wish half of my guests actually meant that, but I will. Uh, I'll, I'll take you take your word for it. <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to bring you on to talk about marketing in the mortgage space and how it's evolved since you came in the industry and how you got to your current position. What got you into into marketing in general or the mortgage industry, which came first? How, how did you advance down that path? My early days were actually with a very specific ad agency that dealt with, if you remember these things, yellow pages. So we worked with clients uh, all over the country, helping to develop their yellow page strategy, their advertising strategy. So uh, it was a great beginning for me. I had the ability to work with a wide variety of, of business types. Fast forward, I actually landed at a company called IMX Exchange. It is no longer existing. We were a very early technology player in the mortgage space back in the very late 90s. We were essentially the NASDAQ for whole loan buying and procurement. And our qualifying question was, do you use a computer to take an application? But that's where we were back at the end of the 90s. Uh, so we've really come a long way. I progressed throughout my career. I was with Ellie May, part of the team that brought the first instance of Encompass to the market, uh, then went into lending with a subprime lender called WMC that was owned by GE. Then the market crashed. So I actually worked with my previous boss and we started a, our own consulting firm. And I had been there ever since, about 13 years until Candor snatched me off the market to uh, bring them to market. How would you compare marketing yellow books versus the original version of Encompass <laughs> versus marketing in 2021 business to business? It's night and day. The way people consume content is different. Um, business to consumer is one aspect, and I did work in that. But 2021 is just vastly different than even 2020 or early 2020 because of the lack of face-to-face -face ability. 
in many ways, the role of a marketer is to create opportunity for sales, for sales and potential clients to talk to one another and see if there's a fit, if there's a good product fit, a good, a good need fit. And obviously in 20, uh, 2020, that wasn't an opportunity. So it was more about creating content and creating opportunity through these small sound bites that are understandable. Applying that to candor is a little bit different because the value proposition is so new and such a burgeoning technology in the mortgage industry. It actually takes a combination of education along with touting our value proposition. So aside from sponsoring the premier mortgage industry podcast, how have you gone about this? <laughs> well, the premier mortgage industry podcast was obviously at the top of my list. At Candor, we are still early in our efforts to talk about the value proposition that we have and the type of technology that we're bringing to the market. We are just starting with some digital advertising using uh, the Chrisman Daily Blog have been really effective in getting our message out there to the early adopters. One thing I think a lot of people don't realize is that if a company sends out a marketing email, you might only get 14% opens. You might get you know a, a quarter percent opens of those. You might get no clicks once they open it. How do you view success? A great question. I view success in a marketing effort as people understanding what candor is. Uh, not just brand awareness from what we are, but what we offer because it is a new type of platform and a new type of technology in the industry. So I'm not about amassing, you know, tons of clicks and thousands of leads. I'm, I'm hopeful that we can bring our story to market and make it very understandable easily understandable and allow people to understand the ROI that's possible. And you'll have to tune in tomorrow for part two of our interview where we discuss some ways clients can achieve that ROI. Minutes from the March FOMC meeting showed expectations among policymakers that making substantial progress on policy goals will take quote unquote some time. What does that mean for mortgage rates though? Not much as treasuries ended Wednesday mixed and the MBS basis moved a little tighter as reaction to the minutes was muted. Separately, prepayments, refinance speeds, again exceeded expectations, with the weighted average CPRs on FHLMC 30s, Gini 2s, and FN 15s all hitting new highs. Fannie 30s came up just short of October's record. So someone is out there refinancing, pushing investors in mortgage-backed securities to reinvest that money somewhere. Today's economic calendar got underway with weekly jobless claims, Initial claims for the week ending April 3rd were up 16,000 to 744,000. Later this morning brings Freddie Mac's primary mortgage market survey for the week ending April 8th and a Treasury announcement of the auction sizes for next week's mini refunding, consisting of threes and reopened 10 years and 30 years. Today's Fed speakers include St. Louis Bullard, Chair Powell, and Minneapolis's Kashkari. The scheduled desk support of MBS purchases is tied for the smallest on the current schedule at $4.8 billion across UMBS 15s and UMBS 30s. We begin Thursday with agency MBS prices up better by an eighth from Wednesday night and the 10-year yielding 1.65%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. Here's a computer programmer's credo. We do these things not because they are easy, but because we thought they were going to be easy. <laughs> Thanks again to Candor for sponsoring today's podcast. I look forward to hearing more great things. Want to know more? 
go to candortechnology.com. Tell them Robbie Chrisman sent you. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at Robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.